0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: the show. Where else can you listen to Big Brother Houseguests, Survivor Castaways, and the Amazing Racer Racers? That's right. Here at the Rad Reality Show Network, and we have so many other guests. Um, tonight, we have special guests. Everyone sit back and enjoy, because you know what? You know what day it is? It's Monday. That means it's Manic Monday, and that means it's time for Yesterday.
0: Hello, everyone and um everyone that's in the chat room, everyone that's listening somewhere else on the internet. welcome to Manic Monday.
2: Welcome, Big Brother fans. Welcome Big Brother Canada fans. This is your rad reality show network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Sherry Garcia, and I thank you for being here tonight for Manic Mondays with Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10 as our lovely host and our special guest tonight from the original season of Big Brother Canada. She brings so much positive energy with her everywhere she goes. The beautiful Suzette Amaya will be here with us for our first real discussion about Big Brother Canada 4. If you'd like to join in on the discussion tonight, fans are always invited to call in at 1-347-237-5506. Just remember to press the number one key on your phone once you're on our switchboard so that we know you're ready to join us on the air. So is everyone ready for a great show? Let's do this. Here we go, folks.
3: You wanna pay?
2: Michelle, welcome to Daylight Savings Time, baby. Yay! What's up, Cherry Pie?
0: What's up, all (laughs) my Manic Monday maniacs? And, Cherry, I'm glad you said that because that was definitely something that I was talking about. Um, First, welcome, everybody, to the show. Welcome, chat room listeners. Uh, I'm so excited that we're going to get really in-depth tonight about talking about Big Brother Canada 4. It just started. We're all caught up, hopefully. If not, then... Still listen in, you're gonna find out some stuff I have I don't watch the live feed so I can't wait to hear about stuff that I haven't heard about. Um, I'll be honest with you, I am loving this uh season and this cast of Big Brother Canada four. So we'll talk about that. But yes, Cherry, I am okay with losing an hour of sleep and gaining an hour of
2: beautiful sunshine. Don't you agree? I I will give up an hour to have more sunshine any day, especially when it takes me a little bit closer to spring and summer and takes me away from winter. <laughs> I'm so glad because, like, we had such a really bad
0: winter last year. I mean, it was horrible. And I'll be honest with you, this winter has been so crazy. Like, we had 77-degree weather here last week on Thursday. It's insane. Um so I'm glad to see there's flowers starting to bloom and, you know, the trees are starting to bud and it's right around the corner everybody's spring. And with an extra hour, sun, I love it. I love it. It makes me so happy. It makes me very happy. The sun just went down a, um, about a few minutes ago. Um, so anyway, I also want to say... St. Patrick's Day is this week. It's going to be on Thursday. Anybody got big plans? Sherry, you got some big plans for St. Patty's Day?
2: It's St. Patty's Day. Of course I yeah.
0: do. It's your day. <laughs>
2: it's your day. It's my day. Yeah. we you drink a lot of green um, beer and, and um, corned beef and hash? Entire nine yards. I mean, we go out for the green beer and the corned beef and cabbage and... Wear the green and shamrocks and all that. I grow shamrocks in my house year round. That's awesome. You ever you ever grow right. a four leaf clover? Um Aren't those the lucky ones? I can't say that I've I've grown a four leaf clover myself, but I do grow the shamrocks. Two cup co- two different colors of shamrocks all year round. I love shamrocks. I just think they're awesome. I love the way they go to sleep at night and wake up in the morning. And I just think they're super cool. So I grow them all year round. And they're one of my favorite plants. A
0: fun fact that we did I not don't...
2: know about you, Cherry. I like that. Hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good to know. Um, I know I'm going to be Irish on Thursday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually going to go to the dentist. I have a dentist appointment at St. Patrick's Day. Wah, wah. My mother should have thought about that beforehand. But um, for all you people that are going out, please be safe. Call yourself an Uber or a cab. Do not drink and drive, especially if you have green beer over your
2: face. It's not really flattering. Oh, and my father's okay. birthday I, is the day after St. Patty's Day.
0: Your father's birthday that is? That's
2: Yes. Happy birthday. No longer with us, but I always think of him the day after on March 18th. So that's uh, always in my thoughts, too. So when St. Patty's Day rolls around, I always think of my dad, too. Absolutely. Green beer for him. Absolutely. Um, he would love that. He um, was a beer drinker. So <laughs> he owned a well, own bar. <laughs> well, there you go. Perfectly said
0: then. Um, Let's talk a little bit about um, Survivor Cherry, okay? Oh, my God. First off, right, I am Team Caleb, of course, and I think he's been doing such a good job, and, of course, he's my family. Of course, I'm going to move for him, and I thought that he was doing really good game-wise, social-wise. And then the scariest thing, I was, like, crying. Me and my mom watching it crying. I Couldn't believe, not just him, but the other two um, uh, that got the heat stroke. Um, That was so scary, Cherry. What were you thinking
2: during that? It was scary. I mean, it was the first time in history that Survivor has had three survivors, three, you know, castaways, as you might want to call them, go out in one challenge. (laughs) and needed medics, and Caleb was by far in the most serious condition. Um, They were very concerned about him. Jeff Probst was at his head saying, you know, Caleb, we're right here with you, you know, talking to him the most, and the other two, you know, seemed to kind of come around with water poured on them, and, and... getting them cooled down, you could tell once they started, you know, putting IVs in Caleb, you could tell that, you know, he was not coming out of it and he wasn't responding. He wasn't talking back. And so you could tell that he was in much worse condition. I later found out that he was in ICU for, I believe, a total of five days. What? Um, Yes. Oh my goodness! I didn't realize
0: it was. I mean, it was so scary to watch, Cherry. Um, so he was in ICU for five days. Like, what? What
2: was it that that was a heat stroke, and what did it do to him? Yes, his well, his organs were basically shutting down. Um, I mean, it was a very scary situation.
3: Oh, he was gosh, he I was, was
2: dehydrated and then heat stroke on top of that his organs started shutting down.
0: Well, I think and that
2: Survivor is gonna have to rethink some
0: of their challenges, especially if it's a hot day like that. I mean, you ought to have them maybe jumping in the water for one of the like you know the legs of it so that they their body can somewhat you know cool down you know because they they know that they're lacking of water food it's hot out but they're not sleeping you know. And to this... You know, they have said all
2: along that this is the most brutal survivor that they have done maybe ever as far as conditions go. Well, so far has Um, been showing that, yes. And I think that we saw you know, that to be true on this past episode. Um, You know, they've been saying that all along. We've heard them mention it a few times. I know I've heard probes mention it a few times, that this is um, condition-wise the worst condition ever in Survivor history. And, you know, sometimes you think, oh, yeah, right, you know, sure, sure it is. You know, they're just pumping it up. Well, this past episode, I think we, you know, we witnessed that it is, in fact, just that brutal out there. And it was so scary to see Caleb down. And you know that he didn't want to go out. You know that if there was any way possible for him to get up and carry on, he would have. He wasn't even responding. Yeah. And he was fighting so hard. He was doing so well. And then you saw Ty you know, literally crying because, his, you know, his partner in crime, his, is, you know, teammate was being carried off in a stretcher and they were lo- losing a teammate, probably their strongest teammate on that tribe. And it was just really hard to watch. And yeah, I hope really that hard. there is a way that Caleb can go back and play Survivor again um, because I was he was doing the same so thing. well.
0: I was say the same thing, Cherry. I said, you know, they have to give him another opportunity because, you know, I think that if he was a little bit better, they would have let him play the game like they did the other two. But his condition was definitely worse. And I feel like, you know, he gave it his all, he gave his heart. And watching his team cry, that was devastating. Um, Watching everybody cry, actually, that was probably really scary to be there and witness that. But, uh, you know, he did say, you know, at the end, they, they put up that, you know, kind of like a disclaimer thing, saying that Caleb is doing better, which is good. And he also posted that he was doing well on Twitter, um, and uh, that he would love to be back and come back. So I know he's up for it, and I know all you guys out there would love to see him back. I think he deserves to come back, and... um Hopefully he can continue where he was leaving off, because he was really doing well, Terry, wasn't he? Like,
2: and I thought his team was really good, too. And um, Oh, yeah. I think he was so much better suited for Survivor than he was suited for Big Brother, actually. I think being locked up in the house, he was just kind of going stir-crazy in the house because he's so much more of an outdoorsman and much better suited for Survivor, actually, than he was um, Big Brother. I think he was really going to go far in Big Brother. I mean, in Survivor. Yeah, because
0: it seemed like he just felt more at home, like he was comfortable, like he could just be himself. And you're right. I think it's the fact that um, he's an outdoorsman, and it was a little bit different type of an atmosphere being locked inside a house and not being able to go out and do stuff to get your mind off the game. Like, he can go and walk around the jungle and climb stuff and, you know, do whatever he wants to do. But in Big Brother, uh they say, oh, Caleb, do not do that. Michelle, do not climb that wall. Um and that's <laughs> yeah. inside the house because you're going crazy. So yeah. um whether you are uh, you know, are a fan of his or not, I mean I think you need to separate him on Big Brother and and him on Survivor and him and his person. It's just you know, it's watching the game and um I hope to see him back and I uh, in Survivor, not Big Brother because that'll be one less spot. Available because it's Kisses All Stars. How come there's no casting calls yet, Cherry?
2: I don't know. It's well, very weird because it's going to be an All Stars, and they're going to put the Portuguese Princess in there.
3: Oh
0: and my gosh! She's I would
2: just
0: anyway. yeah, I would just be awesome. I think everybody, the chat room, the listeners, myself, you, everybody would be so excited for that. Oh my gosh. I have would you like, seen ugh.
2: the the um list of amazing race there's a, a list out that just came out on CBS. It's the twenty five favorite teams of Amazing Race. And I No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Well, I'd like for you to look at it after the show and let me know your thoughts on it. Um, I don't know if they put that out there. There's a reason behind it. And I don't know that I agree with all of their choices. Um,
0: Well, what kind of, like, did they state, like, is it America's favorite? Is it, like, their favorite? And what is defining, like... Is it that they won a lot? Is it that they were educated how do they define the top twenty five? Is it they didn't, didn't really
2: define it at all? Oh. It's just I don't know. Very interesting. Not really described very much at all. You'll have to check it out. Um
0: and it's on CBS? Very curious. Under, what, yes. It's on their Amazon, okay. I mean, uh, Amazing Ways. All right. Well, we'll have to check on that because it seems like I need to see something.
2: Very frustrating that one team in particular isn't on there, and I'm very frustrated about that. Um, Who didn't make the list? Our friends Louie and Mike didn't make it. Really? I thought for sure that it would, would be top 25. I know.
0: So, hmm.
2: I don't That's know, exactly where, I don't exactly know kind of where they're, they're going.
0: With this. Like, what's the formula behind the list? Like, you know, like there's a lot of people that can say what's it's, it's their favorites, but some people can say the one that won the most. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. They, they're not listening to the people. If Louis Cervato sort of is not on there, period in the story. I agree. I hope that um, I. Um, okay, go ahead. I believe your guest just arrived. Oh, okay, all right. So let's just move on from that. And speaking of amazing, let's introduce our guest because I cannot wait to talk. We we have so much to talk about, and it's only been like three
2: weeks. So let's bring her up. The adorable, love her to death, Miss Suzette Amaya from Big Brother Canada is now with us. Hi, Suzette. Hey guys, how's it going? Woo! Hi, Thank
1: you for having Suzette.
3: me on your show. Hey, boys. Oh, hi, Suzette. Hey, Suzette. <laughs> What's oh, up, baby?
1: I've been good. You know, I just got back from tour. I've been touring across Canada. I'm here for the one day, and then I'm back on tour again. So I've been in and out of the city and just having an amazing experience going to different indigenous communities and, you know, catching up on my Big Brother Canada. What?
0: I was going to say, with all this, time touring, are you caught up on Big Brother Canada? Because I was well, gonna, you know, Can I, miss- I just say this? I uh-huh. think I love this season. I mean, I love oh it God, so love far, and I love the cast what do you think
1: i love the cast you know i've been watching the live feeds the live feed like the actual episodes don't do the show any justice because if you watch the live feeds oh my god so much drama so much things are happening and you know as you know i watch big brother australia and uk so i'm a huge tim fan like huge i watch him during his season and i fell in love with him right off the bat and i'm starting to see a lot of his elements of how he's doing the show like when he started picking up snowballs, I'm like, oh my god, Tim's using snowballs instead of rocks to strategize, I and mean, he's really smart. And uh, you know, of course, we you know Nikki; she's like super dramatic, and she's like definitely living up to her name for sure. And this cast is amazing, and they're making yeah, too. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: can we just stop right there first off because I love Tim. Love him. Oh my god, I love him, love him. Love him. He, you can tell he is just like, like for me, he's just a, a pot stir, and he just sits back and watch other people stirring the pot, and like I, yeah. I, he's just he's very easy.
1: smart. He's, he's very people smart. People underestimate him. You know the thing is, but he's like so nice and so honest and so real. You know, and I think that's what kind of throws people off, but they don't even realize they're being manipulated when they're being manipulated. You know. And I just I think that you know he's even when i wa- when he speaks about the game, I feel like I'm going to church. I'm like, "Whoa, Tim, you totally get this because even when he was like talking before Sherry was out, but when talking with different people, he was explaining the game, our own game to Canadians, and uh when he was doing that, I found him to be very like. Disassociated from the emotional feelings and being able to see the game as a game, which it really is.
0: Absolutely, and I think if people don't see that yet, good. He's doing a good job. Let's let them <laughs> not believe that because I want to see more of him. Um, Nikki oh, is absolutely is freaking just on nuts. Him. Yeah, Nikki is nuts. I mean, she is hilarious. She's, she's just, funny. She's been
1: on the show at UK a number of times, and she's like us you know she comes in as a special guest. She's been in the house. She's, she's, she is a legend in the UK, like legit, like people love her. But she is very dramatic. I was, I'm was i figuring she's going to go in the house and out the door because I think the patience of people will run pretty thin with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, as we've seen in the past, sometimes dramatic people stay in just because they want to keep that larger target in the house, and then they switch. And she
2: may do that when she you figures know, um, out the game. Let's real quick go through the, the cast and, and just sort yep. of – make a comment about who they are and where they came from. Dallas is a welder, an East Coaster, mama's boy. Kindness is, is a virtue was one of the things he said, and he said he can't stand people who think their shit don't stink. What are your guys' thoughts on him?
1: Uh, Dallas? Oh, Dallas. I think that, you know, uh, there was a little bit of drama because, you know, I apparently he was skinny dipping and he's been uh, cuddling with the girls. He has got. He seems like he has a great social game, but some of the things he says drive me nuts. Like, um, I don't know. I think that there are times when Tim kind of pokes and prods a little bit on what people's real thoughts of certain issues are, and sometimes people come off as a little, like, I'm, I'm not going to say racist or unaware, or they come off as a little homophobic. And Tim just loves stirring that pot. And I think Dallas gets himself in trouble sometimes by, sh- by, by falling into those traps. But he's got great social game, but he'll be seen as a threat pretty quick.
0: Um, okay. I think that I like I'll- Dallas. Okay, go ahead. I, 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 like, I just want to say, I like Dallas, um, but I can see where he uh, will not be in the game for too much longer. I think he'll make it maybe to jury, but I don't know if he can separate game and being really honest to the point where, you know, he kind of, his mouth is going to get him in trouble, I think. Um, yeah, for where sure. He's still social, which is good, because his mouth is helping him, but I think it's going to somehow um, put him in line's way of somebody um, in that house
2: soon, soon, I think. Oh, I think but I you, like you, Dallas. You were, he's a welder like, yeah, so so like, so. yeah. <laughs> like, like my husband, so I gave him points for that, so. Cassandra,
1: 22. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying Dallas is, like, totally the guy you could chill with and have a couple beers and have fun with. But, I like I said, some people are playing really smart game, and they might get themselves in trouble with things that they feel and think about, things outside the house. And I think that's what's going to get him in trouble.
2: Yeah, I think you could be very right on that, right on the money on that. Cassandra is 22. Uh, she works at a car dealership. Um, she also has a major... In criminology and a minor in psychology, she says her mom cooks for her. She pays her sister to clean for her room for her, and she floats through life like a swan. What do you guys think about (laughs) Cassandra? Go ahead.
1: She's really good. I think, you know, Cassandra already has sort of like a pretty good relationship with him. She's social. She's great. She, she knows how to tone it down, and then she can be that princess. So I think she she's sitting really pretty right now, and I think that I don't see people seeing her as a major threat at this point. Because she has such a great social game, she will make it pretty far, I think.
0: Well, we also saw, if you guys didn't see last night's episode, she was nominated by Avita um, and she's one of the nominees. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. We still got the POV and... Um, I don't know if I'm crazy about Cassandra right now because I am team LaVita. I love her. And um, I feel like Cassandra could be playing both sides and not not on LaVita's side. And I think that she made a good decision for herself to kind of lay low a little bit and to kind of take that line that was drawn between her and Kelsey and, just put it to the back burner for now and yep. tackle that when it need be. Look, I think Cassandra, um, I don't know how it's going to work this week, but I think she might have the voice over Christine anyway if there's no change in the POV. Yeah, I think
1: that
2: stand. she has
1: a great social game. She'll stand for a little bit longer, I think. i yeah
2: M- Maddie, 21, from Vancouver. She's a gym yeah, rat, sir. works out five to six days per week. What do you guys think about Maddie? <laughs>
1: Man, <ticking> time bomb. <laughs> um, I, you know, I love my Vancouver ladies, but you know, I think that uh, she, again, like her, like like Dallas, she's gonna say something and rile people up. And she, this whole thing where hanging out with the boys and not so much the girls, she's burning bridges everywhere. I don't think that people know exactly where she's at, and that's gonna get her in trouble because she will be loyal to certain people, but she's young and she's got a mouth. <laughs> Yeah, I
0: am like neutral with her right now. I'm not. Well, she gets I'm the not just man. liking, and I'm not liking. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, she's she's, she's getting collides. into her and I think that that'll that'll kind of she could ride that coattail for a bit, but sooner or later the brothers are going to have quarrels with each other, and and that might be getting in the way, and so she might see herself out the door, um, for the, for the brothers, for them to stay together.
0: Yeah, we will see. I just Staking feel like brothers. she's not in the line of fire, no, really, right now. Well, I was just saying she she's kind of neutral, I think, there's other people that, you know, um, it really depends on what happens next week's HOH, I think. Um, and that's really where it's going to go, because I think this week, you know, it's not really that big of a deal if Christine goes. So, um,
2: yeah, I think somebody said something about the brothers, Cherry. Is that what you were going to talk about next? Yep. Philip is the next on the, the list. Phillip uh, is 21 from Ottawa. He's a criminology student, but he loves to DJ, and he loves music production, and he used to play hockey uh, when he was in school, so he's athletic. So what do you guys think about Philip?
1: Well, first of all, Phillip, I love that there's people who love criminology because that's what, why my degree is in criminology, just throwing it out there. But I think that they're going to do great. Like the two of them, people aren't right now seeing them as a major threat because they're so different and i think that they're they're everywhere all over the house and that's such a huge advantage to know exactly what's actually happening in the game
0: all right well i'm going to be a little bit of outside of the game and be a puma and say he is such a cute cutie philip is so cute oh my goodness
3: <laughs>
2: he is
0: easy on the eyes so um i just wanted to point that out Sorry, yeah. Um, I like the the brothers, and I like that they're different. And I think that you know they've been the type of brothers that are really super competitive, that compete against themselves a lot. And I feel like that will like they would not be afraid to go against one another vote wise, meaning like you know one wants to vote one way, one wants to vote the other way. I can see them doing that and um, I don't know if, you know, they're going to make it to the end end, but I think they're going to do a very, very good job. And if people don't see that now and they make it to a certain point, having that um, added person there is really going to help them in their game. So I, I like the I like the brothers.
1: Yeah, they're cuties. Although um, they, they did make comments about Tim's uh, Uggs, and that kind of stirred up a lot of controversy, too. Wait, what, wait I I missed
0: what you said. They made comments about so what?
1: comments about Tim's Ugg boots and, like, saying that they were kind of gay and only men, only gay people wear Ugg boots. And he, Tim was like, oh, but I'm Australian. Ugg boots come from Australia. So Tim was really, like, really upset that they were kind of making kind of those kind of comments that it actually turned into a little bit of a conversation about, like, homophobia, right? And I think you know the public side, it, and it kind of turned into a bit of a controversy on what they what their their ideas were about surrounding that kind of stuff. So I, I mean, I love them, but sometimes they do say things that are kind of like ooh, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what it is too, like you know they're just at this point right now. The cameras are a uh, second nature to them, and, yeah. you know, they're just kind of like hanging out, and sometimes people say stuff, and they they think it's funny, and that it would be funny if if they were in their normal surroundings, but they're not, and there's cameras and stuff, so they, they need to be wary of it, but like I said, it's at this point, you know, where they're starting to feel really comfortable, and, um, you know, a lot of stress involved, so sometimes you just say stupid things, so... Um, well, I you know. think
1: that too also that this is Canada, and it's unlike other other shows. It is a lot like UK, and it's a lot like Australia. So it'll be a lot of, I think that in the end, there'll be a lot of participation, and the public will have their opinions, and that might that might be detrimental to their game.
0: Well, that's a, another twist.
1: So yeah, I like
0: that. I like that because, you know, Canada, they always involve Canada a lot.
2: So I like that. Uh, all right, who is next on the list, Sherry Pie? The next one is somebody who's already out of the house, but I want to know your opinions or what your opinions were on her anyway, is Sherry. She was 30 years old um, from Toronto, bilingual, customer service supervisor, never dated a woman before, her current girlfriend. What did you, uh, ladies think about Sherry?
1: I loved her. I was hoping she'd him, but I totally get why they got her out of the house. She was such a big
0: threat.
1: Yeah. I, I love totally Shari,
0: Yeah, I love her. I love Shari, and it was just um, as it was. Um, she was in uh, the line of fire, and she was the innocent person that got taken out. And But they did, you know, put up two strong players, so they knew that it was going to be a win-win when the POV wasn't used. And I think that she would have definitely done well in the game. Um, And it just so happened that it it was her demise that week. So, sad to see her go. Um, You know, know,
1: when you're the first HOA, it's it's on an automatic target. And when you're an automatic target, anyone who's around you becomes an automatic target because people don't want to get blood on their hands within the first week. So, basically – she got out because of she was surrounded by the first H U H, which was ultimately a huge target at that time. Well,
0: I mean, it's kind of hard. If You only have a certain amount of people in the you know in the house. I mean, of people are going to align with each other. You know, it's it happened when you know I aligned with Jesse and stuff. So it's the whole point of the game is for you to align with people, and um, so you could say the same. with like you know Kelsey and Jared, but. You know, it's an eye for an eye. They went at each other, right? Uh, Levita La- uh, went against them, and they went against her. And Lavida ended up losing somebody in her squad. Now, okay, clear, clear the room, and now let's play this game and get people that aren't playing the game out instead of watching us take each other out. I think it was a good strategy.
2: Yeah, it was great strategy,
0: right? It really was. If you think about it, it was perfect for her game. Um uh, but you know, Sherry, she, like I said, she was innocent in
2: in all of this, and unfortunately, yeah, she got taken out. Yeah, sweetheart. I like her. Yeah. Next up is Raúl, twenty-one from Calgary. He's a fashion stylist. He said he wants to look fantastic every day in the Big Brother house. Uh, he has a great, big, loud family, and <laughs> he said he, his mom knew he was gay since he came out of his mom's vagina. So, what <laughs> do you guys think about? Raul.
1: I love Raul. He's so sassy. Oh, my gosh. That guy, I'm telling you, the way he acts and the way he carries himself, I think he's going to do very well. But, like, again, he might be one of those people who might overreact or something's going to happen and he's going to create himself a target. But so far, I love watching him and I love the way he carries himself. Wow. you. I
0: don't want to say this. In a negative way This is actually positive Bye I love Raul I love him To pieces Give me more of him And I feel like He has put himself Pretty good in this game With Jared and Kelsey And now that they have made amends With LaVita I think that if they can just Go and do what their plan is and make it to the end. I think he's going to do a good job because he's going to come out and start winning everything. And he has a great personality.
2: Um, I love, love, love him. Love.
1: Yes, I love him. I love that guy. (laughs) Love
2: him. Okay, next up is LaVita25 from Fort Murray. She worked in the oil industry and was also in gymnastics. And she said she loves nerds and intellects. What do you guys think about Lavida?
1: I miss when I think of Lavida, I miss Danielle because Danielle was young, from Fort McMurray, into gymnastics. But you know, I think Lavida, she because she was one of those first Hohs, it's going to be tough for her to realign herself, and she's got to do that pretty quick. So she's got to start building relationships with people in the house that are solid and um, that. But, gonna, you know, already ha- she kind of has a stigma already, and that sucks. For me personally, I don't know if I'd be hanging out with her. We'll see. We'll see.
2: Okay,
0: well, I really hate her. No, I'm just kidding.
1: I love <laughs> LaVita.
3: Love her.
0: I think that she won the first HOH and you know what? You'd never want to win it, but you did. And she went to make a move, and the pawn went home. And um, then the the Cinderella lost her shoe. She put, was put on the block, and she miraculously talked her way out of it because she definitely had more, I think,
2: I was epic. Um,
0: yeah, enthusiasm than Shari did. I think that. She definitely utilized all the good facts of why they should keep her in a house. And then what did she do? And then she got HOH, of course. This is already the story getting written, okay? So right now. Just right now, she has her story in her hand that she can write. And what she did was smart. She could have done another eye for an eye. But you guys know that that will continue on forever. And let's just deal with that later. Let's get out some of these freak people, not playing the game yet, whatever. You're in the Big Brother house. Step it up. So I think she made a good move. And I think that you were right where you said that she has a stigma. But I think that she definitely... Oh helped out her stigma with her nominations. That's what I think. I love it. It's so cheesy this season. I
1: love
0: it. I love it. And I love that she, like, really holds her ground, and you know, um, I like watching people like that win, you know, where you can kind of be yourself and say what you gotta say and say the truth with what everybody else is thinking, and then actually make it week by week. I love underdogs. I love them, and I love watching them win.
2: Yeah. I love how she gathers all her intel, too, without giving up any. Yeah. You know? <laughs> she, I, I, she she talks to everybody in the house stealth. and gets all the information and doesn't give up anything about what she's thinking. Yeah. And that's smart, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, she's very
2: stealth. So. She's very, like... I, I She's would a like
1: chess player. Socializing more, like I, it would be good for her to get out there and socialize. She does spend, a, she was spending a lot of time in her bed moping around, which well, which happens when you're on the block and you're getting kind of nervous in the beginning. But I think that maybe we'll see her turn around now that she has more confidence.
0: Well, this is what you guys think of like this too, right? So the first week she was Hoh. So what do you do? You stay in your room and everybody comes see you. The second yeah. week she was nominated. So she was bed bedridden for the first couple of days you know, and then talking to everybody to try to stay in the house. She stayed it. The third week, she's HOH. So why would she have to be around the house? I mean, people need to come to her. She's the HOH. Now it's time to make the deals with her, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's had time to, like, just kind of be, okay, there's a game going on, but I need, like, a minute to decompress. That's the problem mm-hmm. that
1: but she's I think, dealing I think with, too. But that- I you know, when she's in the diary room, we're seeing a different person than when she's in the house. I think that her personality is so lovely. I would like to see that more engaging with the rest of the house because she seems like a really lovely person. She just needs to show the house that as well.
0: All right, love you.
2: start loving the house, girl. start loving the house. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: All right. What do we have next? Ms. Next Sarah? up is
2: Joel, uh, 33 from Edmonton. He's a musical theater actor. He says he can sing but not dance. He's um, six four, zero muscles. Never had a girlfriend, and he's saving himself for someone he has a connection to. What do you guys think about Joel?
1: Oh my God, he's such a cutie. <laughs> I think he's, he's adorable. adorable. I, I think he's hilarious. I like watching him, and um, you know, I think he's kind of his own character. I mean, I'm sure people do a lot of comparisons to other previous house guest of Big Brother Canada, but he's not. I think that he's really coming through as his like I have a soft card for him, I think. Um, I
0: love Joe. Love him. Um, for me, I like his quirkiness. I like kind of he's playing a really good social game just being himself. He's very um intriguing. You want to talk to him and it's just his personality is warm, you know, and I thought that, you know, um, having him do the uh, mission was perfect. I'm really excited that Marsha the Moose is back. Um, she looked really, really yeah. beautiful. She looked very, very springy, pastelli. I love it. Um, Marsha was giving us life, and I like that she picked him, and with him not ever going on a date and all that, and um, so, he went through with it, and he asked Cassandra, and he got the approval of uh, LaVita to get the HOH, and then he had to dump Cassandra. And, you know, um, I thought he was going to be more heartbroken, but he definitely um, he did a great job, and then he won the party for everybody. So I like Joel. Um, I, I, think that,
3: yeah,
0: I think that he um is doing a very good job and he kinda of reminds me of like um like a Dan like when I first when Dan first was in the house, like he kinda yeah. was just like cool with everybody and but nobody really knew like what's going on, you know.
2: So I think he's doing a good job so far. Absolutely. I love him. Yeah. I think if Ian Carey and Ron Howard had a had a kid, it would be <laughs> Joel. <laughs>
3: yeah, <I was> <laughs>
2: All right. So That's next hilarious. we have Jared, 24, from Winnipeg. He's a cowboy at heart. Um, he took after his grandpa. And he he asked his dad um, any, if he had any advice about the girls in the, in the Big Brother Canada house. And his dad told him to pick a pretty one. So, um, what do you guys think <laughs> well, you about Jared?
1: Can't. You know, when I close my eyes and I watch Big Brother season four, I hear Tom. And then I open up my eyes, and then it's Jared. <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's a trigger funny. or what, but I, he's really good to look at. I just I'm, I'm not a, I'm not the greatest fan of him, um, but I'm sure he's a total sweetheart. He looks like a nice guy too. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm just not a showmancy kind of person. I
0: think. Yeah, i am not a showmancy person.
1: Yeah.
0: I think Jared is super cute. Um, I thought he was really funny when he said uh, they compared him to Emmett, and he was like Emmett who? I just thought it was funny (laughs) because
3: hilarious!
0: Oh my god! The way he had like such a straight face when he said it, it was it was funny. Um, I like, wish that he wasn't in the showman's right now and he was just kind of playing the game because he does a good job, I think. Um, Kelsey um, and him together, they are cute and everything, but I just don't know if him carrying Kelsey is going to help him in the long run. Um, you know, I, I – I like him. I, I, I think that he just, I wish I could just watch him playing it without Kelsey in the game um, yeah, or their the showman. I agree. I agree. I agree. And
2: speaking think think of Kelsey, she's next up on the list. She's 25. What you, wait, Jerry, what are your thoughts on Jared? Um, I like him. You know, I tend to agree with you. I think he would probably do better Playing the game alone, um, I think yeah, his chances pretty- would be better. Playing, you know, without being in this showman's, um, and I think we'd see a little more of him or a, a little different side of him than we're seeing now, which I it kind of breaks my heart because I we're just seeing him in a showman's. And I think he's, you know, always worried about Kelsey and what, you know, I don't know. I just, I I wish that hadn't happened, you know. I would love to see him playing the game by himself without having to deal with that. I agree. Kelsey Kelsey is next up on the list. She's 25 from Calgary, a flight attendant and a part-time bartender. She says she uh, loves to bartend because she gets dressed cute. She wants to find um, a boyfriend that's a big guy, strong, and a cowboy type. So it seems like they <laughs> almost paired them together in that house. Canadian bad <laughs> Yeah,
1: totally. Well, you know, Mama Robin, our big brother mom, she's definitely good at getting personalities in the house that, you know, sometimes fall in love. So, but Kelsey, I think she's playing a good game. She's very social. She's strong. I think we're going to see a lot more of her and we're going to see that she's going to be, she might be, I think, how do we know she's not the next Jillian who like kills all the comps? I mean, so early in the game, but I think she'll be well. Um, I love to hate her, like, but
0: in a good way, you know, I'm like right now I'm like not crazy about the, I'm trying to separate her from the showmance as well because I think that she could have possibly done well, you know um uh like you said, she's a good social player um she's beautiful, she's gorgeous, um I think she definitely you know is a got a competitive side to her um and you saw her in the competition, um she was just killing it um with believe it was last week's h o h that Jared won um and um, so, for me, like I said again, um, unfortunately, she's in the showman, so we don't get to really see her and it playing itself. Um, yeah, we seen her, we have seen her kind of like, you know, I don't want to break his heart, and you know, I, you know, don't like she to be kind of tied down. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So um, we all know that in that house, you know, that could not be a good thing, you know, in – Yeah. Uh, in the future so we'll see what happens with that for me it's, it's a matter of now how is a showman's going to last or not because that's really going to be kind of the um, point of the the two of them you know I think
2: yeah. they're so adorable though if it does last who knows you might have you know The equivalent of Jeff and Jordan for Big Brother Canada, you know? They are really cute, though. Yeah, they they are. Like, for me, they're like uh, one of those
0: couples that you look at, and you're like, they're really cute together, like, you know?
1: True, Um, true. Uh, They're both gorgeous,
0: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you can see, by the way, they look at each other, you know? Do I like playing
1: with gorgeous couples? No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tough game when you see, uh, you know, a powerhouse couple I think. They will be that couple this season for sure. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens
0: with Bye. them. I mean, if they can make it past the jury and stay, you know, with at least a couple strong people like Raul and and LaVita, Well, may,
1: it, may be, it may be Dallas, Maddie, or someone like LaVita who breaks them up. We will see.
0: Yeah. I think, I mean, they already have a lot of on their head. Um, it's just a matter of who they align themselves with and, um, it's going to be crucial the next couple of weeks. It really depends on, you know, the the HOH shift and what happens with that.
1: Or Tim might just go in there and tear things apart. <laughs> yeah, he would. I feel like he would. And I would love to see that. And I feel like that's why he
0: is in there is to cause havoc. And I feel like there's going to be oh, yeah. so many twists that are going to just flip the game upside down, and there's not going to be really anybody that can do anything about the control of the power.
1: Um, I regret I'm I'm on tour and I have to catch the store before it closes at five. And I'm leaving first thing in the morning, and I would love to have all the other house guests, but I have to cut this conversation short today. It's okay,
0: Robbie. Um, mean, we got so much. In, I know. But you'll I will have to come so back.
1: Much. I will come back. Um, I will definitely be in reality rally. That's going to come up pretty quick here too. And uh, everyone can follow me on Susana on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, as well, I'm on Snapchat and on Facebook. She's out of my big brother of Canada, but I love you guys all so much. I've just got a lot of things to do, and I'm flying six o'clock in the morning. So it's spring oh break goodness. here in Canada. So everyone in Canada, all the kids are, you know, on their spring break, and uh, I want to wish everyone, you know, Happy Easter and all that fun jazz. So thank you so much for having me on the show. I love you guys all so much, and I can't wait. I'm on live feed, so I can't wait to get home and. Sit back and catch up on on the live
0: feeds. Yes, so let's say let's, another like say in a month we'll catch up and yeah. Um, oh my talk, God, it's so funny. Awesome, think and good luck with your tomorrow. tour, baby girl.
1: And whatnot, yeah. <laughs> all right, have a great day, guys. I love you guys all so much. Travel
0: safe. Love, travel
1: safe, Okay, have a good one. Bye.
2: I love her. Bye bye, she always has, right. some pow- you know, powerful, positive energy with her, you know.
3: Oh,
0: She lights up. Absolutely. And um, we're glad that she was able to come and give us um, her insight. Um, let's go down the rest of that list, Sherry, because um, um,
2: we, uh, you know, are okay. in the middle probably of that list. So let's keep it going. So the next one is... Again, somebody who's already gone, but I'd like to get your opinion. We have Paige, the youngest girl in the house. Um, She was 19 years old. She loved to trap, hunt, and snowmobile. And she wasn't good at math. And she said she was trying to learn how to convert seconds to minutes to hours, but it was a work in progress. What do you think about Mm -hmm. Paige? (laughs) Um,
0: You know, I think that, Unfortunately, her age was one of those kind of things that, that you know, the HOH probably said, you know, she's young, um, this is a game, and if I tell her, you know, she's a pawn, um, whether she goes or not, I'm okay with it because she'll be okay with it. Nobody's going to really um, be upset about it. I, I, I think maybe that she was an easy escape. So, um so I guess we really didn't get to see her gameplay, cute girl. Um, but for me, it was um, not too much involvement in trying to like stay or fight or you know. I'm sure she you know fought, but it just I didn't see that spark there.
2: Here's my take on Paige. I think that she's a gorgeous young girl. But I didn't see her as having enough of an A type personality to be on Big Brother. Um, you have to have a, a strong A type personality. And yeah, when she was told that she was going to be a pawn, instantly, that very second and nanosecond, she should have been fighting for that not to happen. And instead, she was like, okay, you don't even have to think about it. You don't have to worry about it. No worries. You know. You don't even have to think about it. And just let it happen. And she was a little bit too much of an introvert and didn't stand up for herself enough and let that shit happen. And... She needed to fight and stand up for herself. Uh, wait a minute. I don't want to be on the block. What the hell? You know? But she never and, once said that.
0: All she said was, yeah, I, the, you know, um, the pawn leaves. But yet she didn't fight for that. Like, you know, even though somebody tells you that you there's a pawn, I would fight for my life still, wouldn't you?
2: Well, yeah. She said that downstairs. When she was in the bathroom, she didn't say that upstairs when, you know, she was with the HOH, with um, LaVita. When LaVita told her that, she should have instantly said, wait a minute, who else can you put up? I don't want to go up on the block, you know. Can we talk about this? Can can I change your mind? You know, I would never put you up on the block. Why are you putting me on the block? You know, she, she should have worked on changing her mind right then and there. And that's why she was an easy scapegoat because she didn't put up a fight, so... Right. So, I hated to see her go. I think it would have been nice to have her, you know, see her, you know, stay in the house a little longer, but I just don't think she had that strong enough A-type personality to last in there with all the other big personalities in the house. Yeah. Um... Next up is Mitch, 27, from Guelph, Ontario. Um, He's a YouTube star on a site called ASAP Science. They have 5 million followers and a book with his partner, Greg. And he worries about um, not connecting with the super bros. What do you think about Mitch? I like Mitch.
0: I feel like right now he's kind of just laying low, but there's something about Mitch that I like. And he's very, I think, socially adaptable to really anybody. Um, He's kind of mingling in with everybody. Um, I don't think he's quite pick a side, which right now I think is beneficial for him because then people will come to him with ideas, deals, whatever, kind of what's happening in the house, and I feel like personalities that you are drawn to and you feel comfortable with. So I feel like he's kind of, like, got a lot of information, and he shares it when it's right for him. And right now he's kind of laying low and letting see what these fires are – being lit between, say, Kelsey and Jared and Levita and stuff like that, and he's, like, laying well, but he's good enough where he knows that, you know, the HOH isn't going to put him up. So, I like his play right now, and I like him, and I think he's going to do really good.
2: Right, I hope so. Next up is Ramsey, 26, from Toronto. Uh, The word he would use to most describe himself is charismatic. Um, He goes to clubs, and people think he's drunk when he's having fun, but he's actually a Muslim and doesn't drink at all. And uh, he doesn't eat pork. He fasts for Ramadan. And he's quite athletic. Um, Think about Ramsey.
0: Well, you know, I was watching the... uh, live eviction last week and um, when they did HOH and they were making comments of what Canada said about a particular house guest, who that house guest would be and that was the competition and America said that he looked like Drake after being hit in the face with a frying pan and I about fell over my chair Uh, I love Drake by the way, and I just thought it was ridiculous that they said that. How um, I I Uh Yeah, um, that they, they that was like part of the competition. I guess was to say something uh, about the way they are, their personality, what they look like, or whatever, and then they would make a comment, and they had to figure out which Tusker it was. So, but that's what they said. Um, I. I am also kind of neutral with Ramsey. I had, like, I, at first, like, reading his bio, I was like, eh, whatever. I don't really know if he's going to be one of my favorites. And he's not my favorite, but he's not my on my negative list. He's, like, on the seesaw with me. You know, I feel like he's kind of, like, could be one that would turn on their alliance when it's they're down in the dumps, you know what I mean? And when it's beneficial, he'll come back and you know, it's like a bad relationship, I would say, with him. I could feel him like teeter tottering. Um, and you know what? It's, it's his game, and um, do what's best for your game, but you also have to remember that. There's a lot of game to be played, so his timing has to be right on when he, he tied us. I just think he
2: could have a little sneakiness in him. What do you think about him? Yeah, I'm sort of on the fence with him yet, figured him out yet. I'm still trying to, to form an opinion on him. Yeah, me too. Just not quite sure yet. So, next up the house is Christine. Is um, she's 47 from Vancouver, Vancouver Island. Uh, she's a house cleaner. She started having her uh, two kids at 18, and she told Big Brother that um, a cougar was moving in, and she's coming to clean house. What do you think about Christine? Okay, so
0: Christine, um, She, I like that she is, I think that Big brother from my season, we had the amazing Rennie, and I believe she was 55 at the time, and then we had Jerry, 75. And you don't really quite see that before or after my season, or really at all, Um, the, the age diversity of my season. I was the youngest girl at the age of 28, and a lot of times there's nobody over the age of 30 that's a female. Um, So I was like, okay, I'm excited for her. Then she kind of, like, lost me a little bit. I was like, um, okay, she's going to be a floater. She's not talking games with anybody. I don't like that. I'm not crazy about that. But then she was nominated. So if you guys haven't watched it yet, sorry to spoil it, but she was nominated with Cassandra. And then uh, by LaVita, which is one of my, actually, she's my pick. I would love to have LaVita win. Um, but then, you know, during her diary session, she's like, you know, I'm going to stay, and I'm going to take you out, and I'm going to clean you out, the house with you. I was like, ooh, she does have a spunky side to her. Right now, she's in analyzing mode. She's analyzing the house. She's analyzing everybody. She's trying to see because she's the outcast, I think, in her eyes. And so she needs to make and pick the right alliance, the right team, and she only has one shot. I feel like that's what she thinks. So I think she's kind of just collecting her gumballs to make the gumball machine to put the quarter in to get the right one. Because she wants to get the she doesn't want to get the you know, the bad flavor and it screws everything up. So I think that she's being very delicate. With her game right now.
2: Well, wow. that's a good way to uh,
0: analyze it,
3: <laughs> right? Like, you know <laughs> what I
0: mean by that? Like, it's like she doesn't have anybody that really wants to team up with her. She's not trying to team up with anybody. So, in my mind, I'm like, okay, she's got a. She right now she's involved in the game, she's on the block. She's time for her to do, you know, game talk or kinda of like page like, you know, but then, you know, I know she's got a firecracker inside. You can see she is. And yeah. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen when that firecracker gets lit.
2: That should be interesting.
0: Mhm. I guess you're going crazy, don't you?
2: I know. And next up is the first surprise of Big Brother Canada 4. After everybody was already in the house and had popped the champagne and had just sat down and done their introductions to each other, Big Brother walked in another person, which was Nick, 20 years old, also from Ottawa. He's a Race monkey, um, he's a huge drifting fanatic, which is sort of a racing term, um, he said his brother is a pain in his ass, but he's also his best friend, he has um, the best family in the world, he lives at home, and um, he walks in, as I mentioned, as everybody just introduced himself, themselves. And his brother Philip and he act like they don't know each other until Big Brother comes on the screen and tells everyone that they will take the pressure off of Nick and Philip and let everyone know that not only do Nick and Philip know each other, but that they are, in fact, brothers. And everybody is going, "Ah," you know, miles drop. Um, And they realize, you know, that they had been acting like they didn't know each other. But then Big Brother drops another bombshell and tells them that they will be playing as one player with one vote. They will have to rotate in Playing Challenges. If they are evicted, they will be evicted together, and if they go all the way, they will split the grand prize. Um, It was quite a big first surprise for Big Brother Canada 4. And then brothers um, Nick was actually chosen to play in the uh, challenge because they have to rotate and he was challenged um, there was two challenges in the HOH Joel if he went out first um if he no, if he if anybody if he went out first, he was. Do you remember how that went, Michelle?
0: I think that if if Joe fell first, Joe would automatically. Joe couldn't. He Joe couldn't jump off first. I think that's what it was. Right, and he didn't. But then,
2: but the. The uh, Nick, if the brothers, if they fell off, he had to first. He had to stay had up birth. until the very end,
3: yeah, or else if him and his
2: stayed. brother were going to be locked away in solitude for the entire night. I know that yeah. much. Can't remember exactly how it was with Joel, but somebody had to fall off first before Joel. And if Joel wasn't the first one to fall off, then he was granted immunity for the entire week. I do know that much. So as soon as one other person fell off, Joel was able to jump off, and he had immunity for the the rest of the week. Yeah. So um, it was uh, Cassandra that fell off first, and so Joel was able to jump off after Cassandra and have immunity for the first week, and then... It was a rough challenge, and at one point, once they were all down on the final little ledge, it was pouring ice-cold water on them, and everybody was freezing, and some of the guys with their, you know, size 12, 13 feet, you know, was barely on this little ledge they were standing on, and... Nick couldn't hold on any longer and he went down and so he didn't make it to the end and him and Philip had to go into solitude for an entire night and, you know, that first night is when everybody's getting to know each other and forming, you know, um, not only relationships but alliances. Yep. And... That's really tough for... Yes,
0: especially when you're not involved in the talks and, you know, your two brothers are in the game that they just found yeah, out Yeah, that would be brothers. tough for
2: one person, but then for them as being part of the first surprise of the season and Big Brother just outing them for not saying right away that they were brothers... Um, I mean, that had to really be tough on those two. But they made it, and they're still in the house, so I have to give them big kudos for that.
0: Yeah, my thoughts on Nick, um, I was hoping that I could – I once they didn't say hi to each other, I was like, these two could get away with it, right? So then when Big Brother Canada decides to announce it, I was like, no, this is going to be bad. But then the way they utilized them by saying that they were going to go back and forth, doing the competitions, and, you know, I was like, okay, this could help them. I'm still surprised that nobody has kind of brought their name up, you know, being a duo. Um, so um, at this point I think that they're doing pretty good, and I'm surprised that they've made it this far without even being nominated because they are definitely competitive and – um. The way that that happened is the House voted who they thought was going to win and who they thought was going to lose. Um, and it being the first night, um, they chose Joel to lose and be the first one off, and they said that the brothers were going to win. And it was actually the House that picked that. So then when they started the competition, they stated that, you know, Joel was going to be the first one out, and if he was, he would, you know, um, uh he would stay safe if he stayed past being, jumping off first. And then if the brothers won, um, you know, they would be HOH, but if they didn't, they would be locked up, and we saw that. But that really didn't affect them, so I think that we'll be seeing them for
2: for a little bit, Sherry. I think so, too. I think they'll, you know, they'll be around. And what I want to know is how it's going to work out when they, disagree on a nomination you know because I think the time's going to come when they don't agree on who to put up yeah I, I totally agree and... that
0: <laughs> I also think Cherry, that there's going to be some sort of twist where they're asked at some point in the game if they make it to a certain point where it, yes they can go together and split the money or does one of them think that they can go by themselves without the other and win the entire money and they would have to make a choice and um, play separate games. I think that's probably going to be if they make it to a certain point. I think that might be thrown out there. Hmm. Brother against brother, are they going to turn at each other, or are they willing to take each other to the end to win money to split it or to go by themselves and win it all? I think that that might be tested in their brotherhood.
2: I don't know, that I know that this.
0: I hope Big Brother Canada producers
2: are listening. <laughs> I know. This so season of Big Brother Canada is awesome. I know. They. They do it right up there. I love the the theme for the season. When they open that, the first episode, and. You know, they talked about the illusions of glamour, luxury, and success. The bigger the gamble, the bigger the reward. No hedging bets. And it was welcome to the Big Brother uh, Canada Grand. Um, And it says he's playing with wild cards all season long. It's time to ante up. Then they introduced... um, Arisa Cox as the general manager and host of the Big Brother Canada Grand, and she compared the house to the to an Abu Dhabi resort meets the, a luxurious Las Vegas casino, and said it's a definition of, of excess, and the high roller room is where the, the nominations are made, but remember... The house always wins and it was just like the theme is all around, you know, gambling, gambling and thinking,
0: like a house up. of
2: cards. Yeah. And I love it. Are you it's willing so to cool. take I love the, the nomination bat. process. Probably my favorite is that their nomination process up there. Yeah. With putting up having the four players that you're thinking about and then you can't see the two they pull from the four you're considering you pull two over that you're actually putting up but you can't see the two that you're pulling over and then they produce those cards for you to take out yeah, and it's cool. put up in front of the house guests yeah that so cool. And I, I like love the
0: four. That. I like the four choices, you know, because, like, you normally don't get that kind of insight if you're just doing a regular HOH ceremony and you're talking in front because you really never discuss other options, you know. I mean, even though some of it's known, um, it's good to see it kind of on paper because you kind of have an idea of what could possibly happen the next time around or, as we saw this week, um... People thought that Kelsey and Jared were definitely going to go up or down. So, um, all right, we'll see how the brothers do. Let's move on, Miss Cherry Pie.
2: I think that's it. Uh, Well, and then of course, then we have. um, Sorry, I wasn't through. Um, Then we have um, out of the international vote. For the wild cards going into the house, um, there were four up for nomination, which was Tim Dormer from Big Brother Australia, Jace Wiery from Big Brother 5 and 7 from USA, uh, Veronica Graf from um, Big Brother Italy, and Nikki Graham from Big Brother UK. And Tim Dormer from Big Brother Australia and Nikki Graham from Big Brother UK were voted in. And so now they are part of Big Brother Canada 4 as well. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, I was hoping that Jace got in because, you know, we have that special bond. He was on my season during one of the competitions, and we both made it on to um, the soup talk, um, soup, and we were nominated as the number most funniest reality uh, clip of 2008. So in honor of Jay's, I just want to say <laughs> that was the noise that I made. And Jay said, and he compared us to two fax machines making love. But um, I love Tim. I said that earlier. I think Tim is awesome. Um, I think both of them are very, very good. Kind of fits. um like opposite worlds. Um, I think Tim is playing good so far with his lack of knowledge, but he is so knowledgeable. Uh, so he's really doing a good acting job, and I feel like he'll stir the pot. I feel like every time I see him on the screen, I want to have a cup of tea with popcorn because he's going to be spilling the tea, and I need popcorn. It's going to be a movie when he's on.
2: He's hilarious. He's already said him. bring the popcorn.
0: <laughs> Yes, tons of popcorn, extra, extra large, because I think you need, like, those big, big buckets, the endless buckets, because I think he's such a um, loose cannon in a good way, in a very subdued way. And uh am not quite sure if the house knows um, really too much about him uh, in order for them to make that kind of assumption that, you know, he is, like, kind of like a... Uh Nikki, on the other hand, is automatically, uh, I guess, a ship potster of herself.
2: <laughs> Drama queen. She's,
0: she's so dramatic. She's so entertaining. She's good TV. She's crazy. She's nutty. She's the scapegoat, probably. She might win a competition. She might not. She just could surprise you. She might not. She's a wild card for sure, and um, she's definitely the joker card that you find in the playing deck. You just really don't <laughs> know what you're going to get, and you just hope that there's medication involved, and... <laughs> but I I watch her, and I'm like, she really reminds me of my friend Debbie. My friend Debbie, well, she's no longer my friend because she's crazy, but she was like her and I never knew what Debbie I was going to get. And there was, like, a billion Debbies. Not two. Not Dr. Shookum aside. There was a billion Debbies. And if she was in the house, I would love to be around her because she would entertain me. And then she would also be that person that, you know, is, like, the scapegoat. Like, if I somebody told me, oh, I'm putting you in a box, I'd be like, why would you put me put, like, Nikki? She wouldn't even be mad at you. Like, she is crazy and nobody would be mad if you put them up. So that's what I mean she would be like one of those pawns. For like the entire game as long as she safe.
2: <laughs> that's wild. So and we can't forget to mention that Marsha is back. Looking
0: fabulous as ever. Marsha was very festive, Cherry, wouldn't you say?
2: Absolutely. She always looks fabulous. I love your expect
0: Marsha to pop up. I was just hoping for Marsha. I love Marsha, so um, I'm glad that she popped up soon, which means that she's going to be popping up more often, I hope, than... Um, um, than she did last season, and um be more part of the game, I like it when they do stuff like that because it's like you know Joe's been part of like um involved in some kind of like repercussions where he could have his game affected, and I think he's held his own with him and Cassandra um being involved in the laundry gate. Um, and uh, washing laundry, and then giving people stuff away, and then giving their stuff away, and then finding out they're involved in like a, a, a mission, basically. Uh, so he's definitely um, getting his run for the money, and he keeps coming. And his patience level is perfect, and he's doing a really good job. I, I think that with all the uh, speed bumps. I think he's really just kind of anticipating when the next one is and how he's going to handle it. Because you know there's going to be a next one, right, Jerry? Yeah. How do you, what do you think about Joel?
2: I think he's adorable.
0: How can you not like that face? Come on. You kidding me. That's a cute face. And, you know, I I really hope that I get to go to the uh, finale party of Big Brother Canada like I did last year. Charity, we almost ran out of time. I just want to talk a little bit. We'll, we'll definitely be back next week to talk about Big Brother Canada 4. Hopefully you've found your avenue of how to watch it. It's definitely a complicated scenario. Charity and myself know that, and everybody out there knows that. If you live in America or anywhere else other than Canada, it's hard to watch. So try to find uh, yourself some easy ways to do it, Hula. Um, uh, go online, just put a message out somewhere. Somebody will help you. Um, it's very, very touchy giving out the, the links, as we, myself and Sherry know. A lot of these links are super-duper private, and if they were exposed, then, you know, they would get shut down. So... Whichever way you find watching Big Brother Canada, try to keep it to yourself or share to a minimum. Right, Cherry? Absolutely. Nudge nudge. Um so next week you guys, we will definitely be talking about Big Brother Canada. Um, there's gonna be eviction coming up, uh before that the noms. Well, the noms actually came up yesterday. Uh, the POV and if the the POV is used, uh, Cassandra and Christine are on. We'll see what happens. Christine did with last week's POV, so we'll see what happens this week. And um, if there is a POV, a win and a change, I wonder who Livy will be putting up. That could definitely be a big, huge happening in the game, a turning point. Um also, we'll see if there's any twists, because as we know, there's been tons. Um, if you guys are huge Mob Wives fans, which I know you are, Big Ange lovers as we are, and we still miss her dearly, um, next week we're going to have Christina Scolari, who was on Mob Wives Chicago. I'm excited. She's going to reality rally. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about Mob Wives. And, of course, Big Ange, um, that was a friend of hers. So stay tuned for next week. And uh, in a few weeks, uh, we're not sure exactly the date, but we will be having Expedition Impossible Jim on, who is on American Grit, you guys, and that's going to be airing April 14th. He's going to come on to talk about that. I'm excited for him. Um, There's 16 contestants, and they're all going for a $1 million. So we'll see uh, when he will be on. We'll keep you guys updated on that. Uh, cherry, thank you, as usual, for everything you do. Chat room, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And our card kind of listeners who aren't able to be with us tonight, um, thank you guys very much for listening. And uh, let's wrap it up, this cherry pie. Oh, yeah, let's also want to say um, I went to the fight this weekend in um, uh, Twin River Casino. And as you guys all know, um, Dorian, um, D-Strong, passed away last week, and um, they did a big tribute for him. We all got glow sticks when we walked in. We waved them, and we did a tribute with him with videos and pictures, and uh, we chanted, be strong and um, another angel in the sky. So just wanted to make note of that. And if you are a D Strong follower, um, please send your prayers and thoughts to family, and friends at this time.
2: I love you, Charlie. Well, thank you, Michelle. It's been another great show, and I can't wait till next week when Christina's here and we talk about Big Ange. Um, I know. The tribute to her on VH1 was absolutely oh, incredible. How many
0: boxes of tissues did you go through? I swear, I couldn't oh stop buying. gosh.
2: Lying. I know. It was... Uh... Just amazing. So I'm so glad that VH1 did that. Um, that was so well put together, and it was so so heartwarming to see everybody come together for Big Angie. Um, that was just so heartwarming. So I- I'm so glad that Christine's going to be with us next week to talk about her. You know, she was on our show and. Um, her friend Jen was with her the day that she was here, and Carla was here that I've, day I've, as well. I I've thought about Jen so much. Um, Jen was there on BH1 uh, with the family, and I've thought about Jen. I think just about every day since that BH1 um, special. Big Ange. I just have to wonder how Jen is doing since Big Ange's passing because they were such good friends. And, yeah. you know, when you lose somebody that. that close to you, you know, it, it just affects you in you know, such a, a hard way. I've thought about her every day, every day since then. And, I, I just hope she's doing well. My thoughts and prayers go out to her, you know, to everybody who's who's lost Big Ange, But Jen just stays on my mind for some reason because I know how close they were. And it's so difficult when you lose somebody that close. So. Absolutely. And being so involved in, like, the media
0: and, um, you know, VH1 aired the tribute and stuff, so it's kind of one of those things, you know. That whether you try to stay away from it, it's kind of there, and they did a beautiful job, and it was really nice to see that, so kudos to v h one for doing that, yeah
2: all right, well, say hi to Mo and Papa Costa for me, and I will be will right back here next Monday to do this all over again and Everybody stay tuned to Big Brother Canada 4 because it is rocking. I really enjoyed this season. And I want to remind everybody to be back here again on Thursday for Mike on the Mike, our Survivor co recap show. And then here again on – we're not doing Sunday this week because – Um, they're taking a few weeks off on The Amazing Race. So back here again Thursday, and then back here again on Monday this week. Both shows are at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. So we're going to wrap tonight up with Ron, as we always do, and hope to see you Thursday. So here's Ron to take us out. Good night, everybody. Have a great week.
1: God bless you, and thank you for
2: listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was a great night. Monday, as always. I just want to remind everybody, our Sunday Amazing Race Second Stuff shows will return on April 3rd. The Amazing Race is taking a few days off, I mean, a few weeks off, I believe, for the NBA games. And we'll return on April 1st. And our show here on the Rad Reality Show Network will return on April 3rd. So just want to remind everybody we will not be here on Sundays for a few weeks. And we'll return on April 3rd. Can't believe March is just flying by, Michelle. <laughs> it is flying
0: by. The bunny rabbit, because Easter is coming up around the corner. But it's flying. Well, the bunny rabbit I'm is glad. Fly. I'm
2: ready. I'm ready for spring, so let it fly. <laughs> yeah. let it All fly. Right. That's what I say. That's right. Well, that's a wrap for tonight, everybody. Take care. God bless. We're out of here.
0: Good, say, good night.
2: Good night. That's it. Good night.